Welcome to the 10 Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10 Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, or 10x your business. Today, I'm going to teach you how to build a team from scratch. Some of the things you have to think about. This is probably going to be a two-parter because I have a lot of notes here and I want to get through it all. And I think it's important because I think hiring your team is probably one of the most difficult things that you can do as a startup founder. So hopefully I'll give you some tips and some strategy on how to do it right. So a couple topics that I want to tackle today. First, I want to speak about not being a superhero and avoiding the hero complex so you can build a team. Then I want to speak about how to find good people. I want to speak about the importance of making your employees feel valued. And then I want to speak about creating a great workplace culture. So these are all things that are important for a founder. It doesn't matter if you have product market fit yet. It doesn't matter if you've raised your you know, seed or your bootstrapping or you've raised your series ABC. If you don't figure out how to, how to actually build an incredible team from the get-go, you're going to fall flat at some point. And even to extrapolate and to double down on this concept, Microsoft. Microsoft is an incredible company. Bill Gates built an incredible company. Bill Gates is a very aggressive individual. He built a company full of people that push, push, push. They were aggressive and that served them well for years until it didn't and they got in trouble at at certain points in their company lifetime. So the goal is to build a team properly from the ground up, build a culture properly from the ground up. That's enough of me trying to intro this. Let's just get right into it. All right. So if you are a small business owner or an entrepreneur, you know what it means and you know what it takes to build a business from the ground up. It takes smart thinking. It takes some ingenuity. It takes a ton of hard work to create that business, to build up your baby. But many small business owners are very protective of their vision because they know exactly where they want to take their business and they know what they've had to go through to get it to the point that it's at today. But sooner or later, though, most entrepreneurs, small business owners recognize that they need help to grow meaning they have to scale themselves. They have to make themselves redundant. They can work 80 hours a week, but in order to meet the actual demands of their growing business, it takes a team. So let's jump right into why you need to get over your hero complex because most entrepreneurs are living some form of hero complex. They believe that they have to do everything for themselves. You trust yourself the most. You're the one who understands your vision the most. You're the best person to see that vision come to fruition. That's a great plan and that's a great attitude when you're just starting and you've done nothing yet. If you have a very small business that only depends on your effort, technically you've just created a high paying job and not a business, but that's a different conversation. So there are some small businesses that can be run by one person. However, if you want to significantly expand your business, you're probably going to need some help. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to need, you're going to need help sooner than you think you need help. So for most businesses, great successes arise from having an incredible team of people that support you and support your business. You need to find a group of people that understand and share your values, have a strong work ethic, and have the skills to push things forward. So if you have superhero syndrome, and what superhero syndrome or hero syndrome is, it means that you feel that you're the only one who can do things well, and you should 
be doing everything yourself. You have to get over that. To quote Chris Ducker in his book, Virtual Freedom, your business is your baby. And who better to take care of that baby than the person who gave birth to it? You. However, this will eventually catch up with you and the strength you possess as an entrepreneur will start to backfire. It will leave you stressed and overworked and ultimately you will be no good to anyone or anything, including your business. And Chris Ducker isn't the only one to recognize his need for a strong team. Outsourcing work well, understanding how to hire well, it's critical. Small businesses, large businesses. Uh, let me give you another example, another case study. Hillary Care and Catherine Power are the creators of the extremely popular blog, Who, What, Where. What started as a small newsletter eventually expanded into a highly lucrative, highly profitable blogging business. Now you may think, oh, it's just a blog. I have to write a couple articles. I can take care of that myself. They did not do this alone. So they interviewed Fashionista and Hillary Care answered the question, how do you manage to juggle all of your different projects at the same time? She said, quote, as we continue to grow, it's always hard to let go of certain aspects of your job that you like and projects that you want to be super involved in, but don't have the time to be. Having the right team in place for us in our company has also been huge, but also thinking, is this something that only I can do? Or is this something that I can delegate to another wonderful member of my team? It's been a balancing act, and I think it will continue to be. Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, used to have a big challenge with delegating work to his team. When he first started his company, he struggled to trust employees and had a strong urge to micromanage. When his company first launched, he wrote most of the code and rewrote or reviewed everyone else's as well. His need to manage everything began to affect his company's productivity. Over time, he also realized that this was not the best thing for him or the company. He began trusting others to manage new hires, write code, market his products, and many other things and tasks. He even began to realize that some of the people who worked for him were better than he was. And that truly is the goal. Hire people people that are better than you at whatever it is they're doing. If you're an entrepreneur, establishing a team is key to your overall success. So now that you understand that you can't do everything yourself, and if you still think so, give your head a shake because you really can't, now you have to figure out how to find good people. So you know you need help, but how do you decide what's missing from your business? Before you can hire the perfect team, you need to determine exactly what you need help with. Do you need employees who can take over some of your responsibilities, or do you need to hire people with expertise that you don't currently have? At some point, you'll probably need some of both. So first, First is to determine what your business is missing. So here are some quick and simple ways to know when it's time to expand. You're not able to do big tasks because you're spending all your time on small work or focusing on small details or routine work rather. Your customers are not getting the attention they need. You're falling behind on work and you're time blocking, you're managing, you're running out of time with your family because you give, commit all your time to your work. You're burning out, you're staying up late, you're working weekends. These things are things that happen in business, but just know if you're a solopreneur, they're gonna happen a lot quicker and you have to hire to make sure they don't happen too quick. And of course, if you have steady, consistent work, not just a week or two of intense work, if you or your current staff are constantly overworked, frustrated, stressed, getting sick, um, if you are turning down work because you can't keep up, uh, if you need someone to do a very specialized task, that's another reason to hire. If you're making enough money to hire employees, find some way to expand. Having a few busy weeks doesn't necessarily mean it's time to hire an additional employee, but taking on a full-time employee could be a fix, but it could also be a mistake if you can't provide them with ongoing work. So you have to be aware of where you're at in your business. You don't want to pay a salary to somebody who is sitting around with nothing to do, but you also don't want to be burning out. So it is a little bit of a balancing act, and you have to be very aware of where your business 
business is and what your needs are. If you need occasional help finishing something, then you may even want to look into freelance workers or contractors. You can hire consultants with specialized skills. But if you have enough money in the budget for a new employee, this will help increase revenue. It's probably good. It's probably rather a good idea to bring on a new hire. You may only need part-time help at first, but as your business continues to grow, those positions will turn into full-time work. So understand where you're at. Understand if you're stressing out or if it's just a short period, a little sprint of extra work. Understand your options, full-time, part-time, freelance, contract, Upwork, Fiverr. Understand all these things, take stock, and just know that it's not normal to be working 90-hour weeks for the last six months. That's a good sign that you need to hire, you need to build out, you need to grow. And also, if you say, well, I can't afford a person yet, well, maybe it's time to consider either the commercial model of your business or to find a quicker path to revenue or to go find some investment. Or perhaps if you're taking on a salary, pay yourself a little bit less so that you can hire somebody. Find a way to scale yourself. Find a way to make yourself redundant. Now, after you've decided that it is time to hire, how do you find applicants that benefit your company? So many entrepreneurs get burnt by bad employees. This can cause some people to want to avoid hiring somebody too quick or only hiring when there's way more work than they even, like they should have hired like six months ago, but now they're just hiring now. So instead of starting the cycle of hiring, they buckle down, they're determined to the work themselves. They pass the work on to existing employees. This is all not good stuff. So yes, an incompetent or an unethical employee is difficult to forget, but it shouldn't give you cause to assume that every single employee you hire is going to be that way. There are good people out there, good workers, people that are ready to support your business. You just have to know how to find them. So to find them, you have to define what good is. You have to define your business culture. So if you've ever worked anywhere, you've probably heard the term business culture or workplace culture or company culture. Basically, the culture of your company is a combination of your values, your traditions, your behaviors, your attitudes, and your beliefs. The culture can be positive or negative, and you as a founder, CEO, executive, entrepreneur have the power to guide it and shape it. And you should be purposeful. So culture does not mean you're just copying yourself and hiring other people that are you. Culture means that you are creating a culture with purpose that supports the growth of your business, your employees. It supports your vision. It supports what you want to stand for. It supports what your company should stand for. And it's, again, not just copying and pasting you as the founder and what you like amongst all your employees. The people you hire will have a lot to do with your business culture. They shouldn't feel the need to fit into a mold. They should add on to your culture in a positive way. So in order to maintain the type of culture that you want, it's important to hire people that enhance it instead of diminishing it or just replicating it even for that matter. So you look for people who share values in line with your culture because you've defined what culture is. You defined what good is. They want to augment it. They're excited about the opportunity to contribute their piece to that larger puzzle. For example, imagine that you are in a business selling outdoor camping gear. You decide to focus heavily on going green and your company's uh, you know, ecological footprint and impact. When you hire employees for your business, you want to hire people who are knowledgeable about outdoor gear, but also care about the environment. And this is a very small sliver of what a culture is, obviously, but that's a v- at a very high level, a very simple explanation. The culture that you're cultivating is embodied in the people that you hire. A person with zero experience in camping, well, that could be a detriment, but if they actually really really do care about living a green life and there's somebody that is so passionate about some of the non-tangible things in your culture 
Well, there's other things you can look for that can find and help that person find rather their place in your company. And it depends, of course, on the job that you're hiring for. Some people need more hard skills, tangible skills, some more experienced people. You can't negate a degree or a required accreditation. But sometimes you can teach a job if a person is motivated or curious enough or intelligent enough to do a job. And a lot of the other things that will make that person successful is whether or not they're passionate about where they work. And that stems from whether or not they care about what that core culture or that core driver that permeates your company is. So now that you've defined your culture, you know what your culture looks like, you know what you want to find in potential hires, there are several things that you have to look for. Again, outside of the hard skills that will bring you the best people. So first, you want to hire people with strong integrity and character. Your employees should be knowledgeable about your products. But more importantly, in most cases, they should also be ethical people that you can work well with and who can work well with others. More than anything, you want to avoid hiring toxic people who will cause division or harm or discord in your company. You want to hire people that augment the culture of the company. Uh, Warren Buffett, there's a famous quote that he says. So he's obviously a billionaire, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway. He says, we look for three things when we hire people. We look for intelligence, we look for initiative or energy, and we look for integrity. If they don't have the latter, the first two will kill you. And if they don't have the latter, the first two will kill you because if you're going to get someone without integrity, you want them lazy and dumb. Basically, he was making the point that integrity is more important than simply having a smart or energized employee. Hiring trustworthy employees means you can unburden some of your responsibilities without fear. It also means that you're providing other employees with a safe work environment. Your workplace should be sensitive to your employees' unique needs and have a low risk for things like sexual harassment and discrimination. Consider these questions to help you determine if your new hire has the kind of integrity you need for your business. Do they have a positive attitude at work or are they always complaining and bringing down the morale? Are they able to communicate openly? Do they follow through with commitments? If they tell you they will do something, do they try their best to do it or do they just ignore it and forget about it? Are they able to hold themselves accountable? In other words, do they continue to do work well even when you're not present? Are they willing to take responsibility for their actions? Do they always blame others when something goes wrong? Do they spend their time building people up or do you hear them gossiping or tearing people down? Are they concerned about their ego or the good of the company and the team? No employee is going to be perfect, but a team member that works with integrity will produce ongoing results and at least try to figure out how to get it done if they haven't figured it out just yet. Almost everyone recognizes the person of character and this attribute will go well beyond your immediate workforce. Your customer base will respect a company that hires trustworthy people, your partners, your vendors, your basically your entire network that has some stake in your company or community to their company at some point respects when you hire these kinds of people. The second point is to create a diverse team of people. So today's business world is starting to recognize the need for diversity. Thank God the business landscape has changed immensely over the past 60 years. And if you haven't realized by now that diversity is a strength rather than a weakness, you are definitely falling behind. A diverse work team has incredible benefits, increased productivity, more creativity out of the box thinking, greater innovation,
innovation, faster problem solving, uh, reduced employee turnover, uh, marketing that is more inclusive and sensitive to various demographics, enhanced company reputation. Like there's a significant list of positives when you have a diverse workforce. Diversifying your team is not always an easy task if you haven't put any thought into it because people who are similar tend to spend time with others like themselves. It's We naturally gravitate towards that. So this makes it hard to find different types of people. And that's what I meant when I said you don't want your company culture to just be a a copy paste of the founder. You have to find people that augment the culture, not just replicate it. So if you want to bring in people from uh, many demographics and backgrounds, here's a few things you can do. So make diversity part of your business culture. So before you begin hiring new employees, resolve to make your business culture vibrant and diverse. You want people who have common goals, but avoid confusing that with people who are all the same. Number two, determine your criteria before the interview. So to prevent a subconscious bias when interviewing and hiring, choose your criteria before you begin interviewing. That will help you treat all applicants in an unbiased way. Number three, have a diverse group of people interviewing. So when you interview, have others on the panel beside yourself. Invite people from different demographics to help you choose employees. Number four, post job opportunities in a variety of places. So in addition to where you would normally post a job opening, pick non-traditional places to post your job openings to, even if they don't seem like an obvious choice test and try new things. Uh, Number five, attend job fairs in different communities. So go to job fairs in communities and at colleges that have a more diverse population. You can also go to nonprofit organizations that advocate for those who are underrepresented and work with them to put jobs in front of people that are in a population that perhaps you're not actively part of. You should try and make yourself actively part of more diverse communities. If you do all these steps, you will end up having a stronger team. I can guarantee you. The next thing you should do to find a great team is to use a variety of avenues to find good people. So you may know exactly what kind of people you want, but how do you actually find them? So the best way to recruit new people is to use a variety of avenues such as, number one, personal network. So chances are you've built up relationships with customers, clients, and business partners. Use those relationships to ask for referrals and recommendations. They may know the perfect person for your business. Number two, social networks. LinkedIn is a well-known resource for finding good help, but you can also use a social media platform like Facebook if you want to diversify or expand. Uh, Number three, online job boards. So popular job boards you can try are Indeed, Career Builder, ZipRecruiter. If you work in a niche industry, it's probably better to find a more specific job board. For example, if you work in tech, you may want to try Dice.com. If you're looking for a writer, you can try a pro pro bloggers job board, Uh, eFinancial Careers if uh, you're looking for somebody to work in finance. Uh, Number four, probably a little bit more pre-COVID, but like carry a business card with you because wherever you travel, you're going to meet interesting people and there may be an opportunity to work with them. And then next tip would be to use your branding in your recruiting ad. So when posting an ad for your job opening, such as an online uh, or even in newspapers or on a physical job board, remember that branding is important. You may not be selling a product, but you are selling your company. So if you want to attract amazing applicants, give them a reason to apply. Try to think of creative ads that will get them interested in your business, as well as give them a clear idea of your company's ideals. That will also help lower the number of applicants that are a poor fit. And I'm actually going to pause for today, and then I'm going to finish up with a few more points on how to build out a good team 
tomorrow. So today, just to recap, we covered why you are probably victim of a hero complex and how to get rid of it, how to find good people and how to optimize your recruiting through determining what your business is missing, finding applicants that can benefit your company, defining your business culture, focusing on integrity and character, creating a diverse team, and using multiple avenues to find the people that will fit your business. Remember, any business questions you have, don't worry, I got you. This has been another 10-minute MBA. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.